You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. We're looking for guys that can help us right now. So we, we're not recruiting junior college guys uh, that have to sit on the bench for a year or two years and then wait their turn. We want guys that can help us right now if we're, if we're going to take some junior college guys. And obviously, you got to put out a few more offers than what you can take just because everybody wants those guys and they're going to have five to 20 options. So um, you got to put out a few more, but we want guys that can help us immediately. You can get in here, hopefully in December. Some of those guys are out in May, but hopefully get in here in December, help us in spring ball and be ready to go in the fall. And we're back here on the Husker Online Show final segment. That was defensive coordinator Eric Shenander talking about Nebraska's approach here late with junior college recruiting this segment of the Husker Online Show brought to you by our friends at Coogler Vision, Nate Klaus. Tell them about your experience with Coogler Vision. Yeah, it's been a couple months now since I've had my, my LASIK procedure done, and things are going great. And, and one thing that's really stood out to me besides my improved vision is just how well uh, the, the Dr. Stunts and the whole staff there have treated me during the, the entire procedures and, of course, with the follow-up care that, that I've received. So, um, you know, if, if you're looking to, to change your life and, and ditch the glasses, contacts, highly recommend uh, looking into seeing what Coogler Vision can do for you. All right, Nate, let's talk junior college recruiting here out of the gates. A big visit weekend coming, but that has been really the topic here. Um, what is the, if you had to estimate in the last two weeks, how many new JUCO offers, what's the numbers? About 10 that have gone out? Yeah, it's right around 10. And really since, since mid-September, I, I think I tracked it at 14 junior college offers since, uh, since mid-September. So um, but obviously the majority of them have come here over the, over the last bye week And, and I know people you know, on the Red Sea Scrolls are freaking out thinking that that this kind of signified a, a panic mode that Nebraska has, has gotten into with recruiting because things have been slow on the recruiting front. I'll, I'll be the first to admit that things. And, and I think Nebraska would be the first to tell you if they could, that, you know, their things haven't necessarily played out the way they thought they would this year, but um, it's also the time of year where junior college offers are made. You know, it's it's their season has come to an end. You have a you have nine to ten games of film on all these guys, uh, and names have have emerged. Players have developed, and um, you know, and, and it's it's that also that time of year where, as a coaching staff, you know where your deficiencies are, where you need to bring guys in to, to have an instant impact. And like Eric Chenander said in the open, where they need guys to come in and not just sit on the bench, but come in and make a, you know, make their presence felt. And so um, I think when you combine what you, you know, your handful of positions where you feel like you need instant impact uh, with uh, with a whole season's worth of, of junior college film, uh, all of a sudden that, that, that translates into a handful of offers. And, and that's kind of what we've seen. How many guys total? I mean, what's do you think two to four? Could we see five? I mean, how many of their twenty-four to twenty-five signees could be JUCOs? Yeah, you know, I, I think I wouldn't be surprised if we if it went to as high as five, but I think two to four is probably more realistic. And the only way I see it going to five is if a couple of those five were your non-traditional junior college transfers. You know, guys. Um, like I mentioned in the mailbag, like Jamoy Hodge, who was a qualifier out of high school. He can transfer in December and have four years to play three seasons. Um, you know, you know, so you've got essentially you've got just a little bit more of an experienced high school player, not your typical, you know, two for two or, or three for two junior college guy. And this is what I'll say, Nate, when you look at the roster next year, who the hell is going to get to a quarterback right now yeah. on this team? You just took Caleb Tanner's black shirt. I mean, Garrett Nelson. 
maybe is a guy, but they don't have anybody, in my opinion, for 2020 that you can say, this is our guy that's going to get to quarterbacks. Yeah. And this is, I think, why the Juco, that's that's probably as important of a piece to this class as anything right now. Absolutely. They they need somebody who can who can bring pressure on the quarterback. And, um, you know, I think Blaze Gunnarsson, uh, for being a true freshman, and I hate to anoint true, you know, guys that even haven't even stepped foot on campus yet, but he there's a chance that he could come in and be your most talented pass rusher as a true freshman, but he's going through his own stuff. You know, he just uh, he just had a hip surgery um, on his other hip here a couple of weeks ago, and so uh, he's not going to be able to go through spring football or anything like that. And and uh, you know, so he's going to be a little bit behind the curve. But they've got to find somebody that can get after the quarterback and and uh, and a couple of impact players in that front seven, especially when you consider how many defensive linemen you're graduating off off this defense. And it's an 11 a.m. kick, but it's still going to be maybe one of the biggest 11 a.m. visitor lists we've seen in a while. Um, and it's November. A lot of kids are done with football. You can get kids up here. Is the list eight, nine guys now at this point? Yeah, yeah. so I think you know we're still working to confirm uh, a couple guys, but I think it's going to be close to close to nine players, uh, which this late in the season for an early kick is incredible. And, and you know, it's, it's going to be – some star-studded visitors that that are going to be in town. Guys committed to other places. Guys that are committed to other places. Uh, you know, Nebraska has, has wasted no time kind of going after a few Florida State commits um, or or players that were heavily considering Florida State that now you know maybe taking a step back from their recruitment and and looking at some other options while Florida State figures out what they're going to do. Um, you know, and, and one telling thing that that we saw come out of the bye week was Travis Fisher, who doesn't really take to social media very much. He tweeted that he was getting after it in Florida and that he was going to get guys from Florida up to Nebraska. Um, and that's what we're that's kind of what we're seeing this weekend. Uh, there's going to be four or five out of those eight or nine visitors that are coming from the state of Florida. And they're all highly, highly ranked players, uh, top 100, top 250 type of four star players. And we're still like you said, you're, you don't want to divulge too many of these names because we're trying to confirm it. And some of these guys are committed to other schools. Yep. And some of this information is sensitive um, in that regard because, you know, when teams do find out maybe one of their commits is visiting Nebraska um, and it gets out before a kid really wants it out, it could affect the whole the whole deal. Yeah, when, when, when a player tells you to not put the put that information out there, uh, you, you know, you have to respect their wishes. And, um, and, and for, you know, a lot of times when that does happen, it is because they don't necessarily want, um, you know, they don't want the – the that to be telegraphed all over the place. They don't want the coaches that they're committed to or whatever to be blowing up their phone and and you know completely ruining their their relationship with with that coaching staff too. So I mean that's the recruiting game is is um, you know is it's unique in that respect where you always kind of have to be you know for every for every action there's a reaction and a lot of times these recruits don't want. Uh, that news out there until you know right before the visit or until they're on campus in some cases and Nate uh, Scott Frost made some rounds uh, on Friday in state um, in the region uh, in Iowa as well and you know we know all about Avante Dickerson and Teddy Prochaska uh, but Nebraska's got some other younger offers out there one at Burke um, a couple in western Iowa at Lewis Central um, and and where's uh, where's the other kid from um Right, the eight man Fremont Mills, Fremont Mills, yep. um, which you know Nebraska hasn't had an eight man scholarship recruit since Steve Crewalt. Yeah, that I know of. Yeah, it's been a long time. Um, so, 
and and those two those two Western Iowa kids are are really good. Seth Malcolm there at, at Fremont uh, Mills, and really Thomas Fadone. You talk about someone who's just blown up. Uh, the tight end out of Lewis Central, uh, Nebraska, I think was the second or third team to offer him uh, behind Iowa and Iowa State, and now he's got over double digit offers from um, you know from Big Ten, SEC, uh, Big Twelve. I mean, he's got Michigan just recently uh, that offered and. Um, you know, he's he is blowing up. That kid, um, you know, is, is someone to really keep an eye on. And, and I think that you know he grew up a Nebraska fan, but he told me you know he's still now that he's a recruit, he kind of has to take his that fan hat off and, and kind of look at what's you know the best situation for him. But definitely, when you talk about 500 mile radius guys for the 2021 class, I think Thomas Fanone has to be right up there alongside of Avante Dickerson and Teddy Pratt. Do they have a uh, another Bellevue West offer out besides um, besides Betts? So no, Betts is the only one right now. But I mean, Bellevue West is extremely talented and. Um, but they you know, have a Burke offer out. Uh, yep, they've got a Burke offer. Devon, um, Devon Jones, I think. I, I, I think. But that's. I'm, I mean, it's kind of a surprise. He's a I mean, 2022 kid. They uh, really jumped on him early. Yeah, it, and he's since added another Big Ten offer from Illinois. Uh, but at, at Bellevue West, keep an eye on Keegan Johnson, uh, the youngest brother uh, with of, from Cluster Johnson and CJ and Cade. Uh, he's had a tremendous junior year, and and there's a handful of other kids at, at Burke that I think, or I, I'm sorry, at Belt West that could potentially get offers down the road. All right, it's a big recruiting weekend. Make sure you're on Husker Online, as we'll not only have coverage of Nebraska, Wisconsin, but Nate and the entire recruiting team will keep you up to date on the weekend itself. Thanks again for joining us this week on Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics.